Are you well? I'm not too bad. I am very, very happy to be in the in the sunny tropical climate that is Ahar and the Level Up coaching facility. In the coldest room in the Clogher Valley. Oh, well, I was going to say, what, what did this building used to be? This was the creamery. So I thought this might be the refrigeration room because um, I'm pretty sure I can see me. I can see my breath. Yeah. But uh, no, it was good of you to stick the heat on before I landed. And, uh, <laughs> I brought my own tea just to be sure. Yeah. But no, it's good to be out. I, we've chatted about doing an in-person podcast, probably uh, about three episodes in. Yes. And we had planned to start recording this at 9.30. It's now 10.30. <laughs> Our technical skills have a lot to be desired. I'm going to take a picture of, <laughs> of the setup of this whenever we get finished up and shared on socials because it's, uh, it's probably not as as would be expected considering how slick the operation has Aye. been so far this year. Well, if, you ever, if you've ever watched Joe Rogan on YouTube and you see the wee mic stands <laughs> and you see the class wee studio that he has and all, um, it's, it's, a, it's, about a, it's about a half a mile away from that there. <laughs> But well, it's good. We're, nah, we're here. We're in person. We're doing it. And we'll learn if we want to do this again that we need to be a lot better prepared. Yes. I might need to buy a better mic. That's, uh, that's, that's here. <clears throat> the problem stems from my equipment being better than your equipment. Uh, <laughs> well, might we be an M Bargains microphone? <laughs> just, don't, just don't hack it. But right. here, how has your Christmas been so far? My Christmas has been grand. 100%. Kids. Enjoy the presents. It's all about the children. It is, you know. Ah, you realise that uh, the older you get, whenever you do have children, that it's it's not about it's not all about your your level of enjoyment anymore. It's about the magic for them. It's about you creating the magic for them. Whether it's the elf or the or the Santa the Santa story or or just whatever it is, it, it is about making sure that they get that magic fulfilment yeah. that you had when you were a child and and I long may it last. But I'll tell you the truth. I said this before we started. It's a wee bit boring. <laughs> so. I, I do. I always feel on the outskirts of Christmas a wee bit. Like, I, I don't know. I find it hard to get stuck in, but... I it's know. not ours anymore. No. It's not our Christmas. But maybe in a couple of years when the kids are a bit older and we don't have to... Yes. Dance around them for the, the pantomime of Christmas. But it's still nice to see them happy and all. But it's lovely. It's lovely. Uh, but uh, you, you thought you'd, you'd drag us all back down to earth this week with our, with our podcast topic. I was, I was sort of scolding you for getting this in too early. I said we'd be time enough talking about this to January, but you wanted to get in ahead of time. It shows how prepared you are, not, <laughs> not, not when it comes to podcast recording, but uh, what are we talking about today? I wanted to outline what we're at next year, 2023. So last year, last week, sorry, we did a review of what we've uh, taken away from doing the podcast. I think this is episode 37 or 38. So we're not quite a year deep into the, the podcast journey but as the calendar turns we took a chance to reflect on 2022 so i want to look ahead to 2023 now i sent you this last week and you went to work and actually put down your personal health and business goals i did them 10 minutes ago there i nipped for a pee there in the, in the <laughs> gym and parks i must start writing my goals out there yeah. couldn't fucking believe it although on i've sort of I had a broader idea of what what we're up to, so it didn't take too long to put a pen to paper. But right. I'll let you start. I'll let you. Begin. What category do you want to start with first? Um, <clears throat> personal, personal, 
personal goals. Um, so as I mentioned last week on the podcast, I'm reigniting the spark of of Hollywood fitness, and one of the things that I I'm fearful of becoming a gym owner again and, and being fully engrossed in that role is protecting my my work life balance that I've been able to um, wrangle over the past probably two years. So one of the things that like I've, I put down three points here for personal life, uh, two of them are work related, um, but it's more about keeping work out of the personal life. So I wrote down, wrote down no work during family time. So I'm gonna, I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna sit down and, and schedule out my weeks and I'm gonna make blocks of time that are just dedicated to family time. And I'm gonna not allow work to spill over into those things. Now, I know from previous experience that you can't switch off your brain, but you can get rid of things that will hinder your involvement yeah, in the you're, moment. You're not a light switch, but you can be a dimmer. Yes. Well, the brain can keep going, but I can keep my phone away from me whenever I'm trying to spend time with the kids. I can keep my laptop in my bag. I can do a lot of things that mitigate my temptation to dip into work things because inevitably when you do a job that you do love and you are fascinated by and you're interested, you, you might not be able to fully switch off from the mental side of things, but you can do a lot of things that will stop you from jumping back into an actual work task or work mode. So that's the first one for me, no work during family time. And then sort of tying into that is social media for work only. I wrestled with the idea, and I know you were the wee devil on my shoulder as well, trying to get me pulled back into the, the social media aspect of things, but I'm, I'm gonna keep it just for work. So I have a social media, a Facebook account, but as I've seen this last week or two, people have been adding me as a friend. I'm not, I'm not accepting friends on Facebook for the sole reason that is that I don't want to be on there any longer than necessary than to fulfill my role uh, in the business. Would you say you've been on much now over Christmas? Social media? Just on your phone even? Not a pile, no. I I deliberately left the phone upstairs. I didn't deliberately make any sort of decision to not be on my phone as much, but I have definitely hardly picked it up. It's happened organically. Uh, It's just because you're at home and because it's all fucking Christmas vibes and new toys and stuff. The, the kids are demanding my attention play yeah. this for me play this for me do this so I've hardly have my phone in my hand because I remember last week saying about uh, listen to the podcast if he's are chilling out doing the hunter on the road uh, I wouldn't have had a, a, uh, a single chance to listen to a minute of anything not a chance no you, and you would feel bad if you did have the phone in your hand because you'd be you'd have been taken away from something that the kids were trying to get you to do like the amount of board games and different games oh there's a great game come into our house it's just, it's a simple wee premise, but I love it. I remember I remember you used to sit and do this in Eddie's when we were out drinking. Like, you'd sit and stack things in the bar. Like, just silly wee things, like bar, like uh, nap, or what do you call them? Beer mats and, and glasses and things like that there. Rose and Jackson got this wee game. It's not beer mats. <laughs> it's a, it's a wee plastic chairs. Right. And you just have to stack them on top, and the, the person who knocks them down has to take the chairs, and the person who gets rid of all their chairs first wins. It's such an addictive wee game, but it's a great wee game. Uh, the last personal goal for me is date night at least once a month. Um, it's just something that I want to make sure that I, I prioritize is is a relationship with, with my wife. Obviously, when you're a father and a business owner, you can be pulled in several different directions. And it's important that, and this goes for goals in general, it's important that if something means something to you, that you actually dedicate the time to it and you put it somewhere and don't expect things to happen by accident. 
and that'll ring true for your goals as well. Whatever goals you set for 2023, they're not going to happen by accident. You do have to engineer an environment where they're more likely to happen as, as not. Yeah, so, I'm going to hijack that date night one. I've took it as well, but I was doing it now. just happened to be that you also said it. We have secured our first non-family babysitter. Wished. So a little bit more reliable and a little less um, feeling like you're putting someone out because you're paying for it. Yeah. So one date night per month. A group of us went out for a meal there a couple of weeks ago and it was unreal. And we said, right, somebody take control of this so that every quarter we're all getting out. Yes. So that's a, a big group friend feed out per quarter. So that'll count as a date night. So a few things socially. And on that, if you can look if you look back over the year and do a, a quick tally of how many times you've spent quality good crack t- with your friends and it hasn't been that much or it's bottlenecked now all around Christmas, make an effort. You're gonna have to just make an effort to organise yourselves. And a, a lot of the time I know what used. I always felt it was me that always had to organise everything. If there was soccer on, I organised the soccer. If there was poker on, I organised the poker. And boys would come and enjoy it, but unless I organised it, it wasn't done. That isn't at this time in our lives, like, at no dice. No. If you don't want to make an effort to put your hand up and say, here, I'll take control of this, you did it last time, then maybe they aren't who you want to go and have feeds with. That's it too. Like, and, and maybe, and it will be about vocalising that too because they might not have that expectation of, they might, they might just see that Usher Park sorts that, that he, or they might even see that as Usher, he enjoys doing that. He does it all the time. Why would he do it if he didn't enjoy it? But having a simple conversation with people and, and communicating that, look, I, I don't mind organising it, but well, let's just take a turnabout, sure. Like, yeah. Let's just do it, turnabout. There's three of us and the four of us in this group. We'll just take a turnabout and make sure it happens. Well, I'll be calling them all the names of the day if there isn't a feed booked out for February. <laughs> right, my second personal goal, and this is a big old one, we're in 2023, we are going to move into our forever house. Wished. Now, the term forever house was sort of lost on me because I didn't really get it. Like, Yes. But after moving in and out of a couple of houses over the past few years to me the forever house is the one you don't have to fucking move out of again <laughs> never <laughs> so, having to pack your shit up again yeah so that is that is what 2023 holds for me a move into our forever home so which nice. is exciting it's exciting that's exciting sure yeah is. there's gonna be a, a right bit of stuff to get done in the meantime but it's a big old it's a big one like it's a proper big old personal goal like Absolutely. and if I can sit here this time next year We'll we'll be sitting in the house this time next year. I will. It'd be noisy though. (laughs) We'll decamp to the gym again. But as long as we're we're leaving the house to do it, I'll be happy. And the last one, and I'm surprised you haven't asked me about this again recently, but it's to get the kids' book that I have written published. Now, I'll give you a quick update on that. I've had three contract (coughs) offers for that. Have you? Yeah. We've turned them all down. You bollocks, you never tell me that. I, I, I didn't ask you about it because the last I'd heard it was a, there was a no on the table and that was the last I'd heard about it. So I didn't want to pick at it in case it wasn't hadn't went no, any further. I had three contract offers, but after researching the publishing houses that offered the contracts, they had bad reps, like they had bad old feedback on them. So I've held off. What I'm going to do is write another two books because... That sounds like a lot, but they're not. It's not. It's about 1,200 or 1,500 words. It's not a lot of writing. It just takes a bit of time to make sure the story makes sense and it all rhymes and whatever else. 
But I'm going to make a, a little, a tiny little universe for Dustin the Dragon. Nice. And then go back to Marvel. <laughs> and sell it to them. Netflix. <laughs> no, back to the original publishers that had got down to the to the last um, sort of the last line with because they were they seemed legit. They seemed very good. And I'm going to try them again. And there's one other publisher that has done a lot of kids' books that I'm going to try and, and get in with. But the thing is, and we very, very, very briefly mentioned the, the AA last week, the chat GPT. That's right. I have seen on, um, on different Reddit threads about how people have used it to illustrate their stories. To draw them. So it doesn't, it, well, people have used it to write stories and then uh, they've used another one, but there's another, there's a, a different AA oh, yes. that draws. Yes. So you input a scene and it'll draw a scene for you. That's cool. That's fucking really cool. So if I can't get in with any of the ones that I want to get in with, I'll see will AA do a bit of work for me. And then Amazon has a self-published option. That's right. So That's not a bad option either. I'll just um, I'll just get a lock of books printed. Me and AA will uh, will split split the money <laughs> and then take it you from there. You know the great thing about AA? You don't have to fucking pay it, do you? No, I do. Yeah. You know what I'm going to have to realise into? Because we're not on Zoom, this can go as long as we want. I uh, but we'll just we'll, <laughs> we'll quickly let people know that it'll not go too long either. No, we'll still stick around or thirty. Around. To forty minute mark. Is right. that all your personal? That's my. I copied your three points. You did, didn't uh, you? So yeah. date night, kids book published. Move into the forever home. Life, I like it. Wait, let's move on to probably the driest one of them all. Health, health. Because well, this is here. health and fitness. But you realistically, a lot of the people listening to this and a lot of people setting goals for twenty twenty three are going to be thinking along the health and fitness realm. Yes, true. And I think there's a good way of looking at uh, goals. I don't know who I picked it up from, so I'm stealing it off somebody. I didn't copy this. But it's it's about making things as sticky. Oh, this was Chip and Dan Heath in their book, Made to Stick. It was about making things as sticky as possible. So if you want to do something, try and make them as sticky as you can. So make them as easy to pick up and run with as you can. And then James Clear talks about his book, Atomic Habits, about, I think it's him anyway, about stacking habits. So yeah. stacking things that maybe you already do, putting a habit, link something, some habit to it. Um, well, I'm going to be in the gym three days a week for work next year as it is. And I always linked the days that I was working with the days that I was training because it, as a father, it's hard to get leaving the house again whenever you're, you come back because I'm either at work or I'm with the kids and I have the kids. So I just wrote down to train 150 plus sessions in the week. Or in the year, sorry. Not some week. Not some fucking week. <laughs> there won't be much else done. But that just means that I'm training three times a week, pretty much every week of the year. Now, I've put 150 plus because I don't want to put 156 because that puts pressure on myself to hit unblemished weeks. And I know that just won't happen. I'm a human being. I will get sick. Things will happen. It may be a week where I'm off work and I don't decide not to train. So 150 plus sessions seems fair to me. If I'll jump in now, we'll alternate instead of doing three and three. Just yeah, because I have... Uh, a similar goal with regards training but slightly different I suppose so I've I've wrote down here that I want to do at least 100 jiu-jitsu sessions mm-hmm. so that's closer to two per week now ideal world I'd be doing four a week but just with the 
constraints of the timetable of the club that they're at the minute there I can only really commit to two per week but I've also tagged on here six competitions yes now last year I competed three times if you'd asked me this time last year will you compete I would have been maybe maybe I don't know I'll see how I get on so now I've got the sort of the hunger to, to push push on a wee bit so I'm saying at least six competitions now I've already got two lined up one on February and one on March and then we'll see how we go just six good ass weapons six well for the man in front of you I meant I, well there could be plenty more than six because I know the first one in February is around Robin so there's going to be at least four fights <laughs> in that one so we could get five four hammerings before the end of February class but that's that's my goal I haven't I was going to say I want to be a blue belt by the end of the year but I've came to the realisation that it that the progressions and all will just come as mm. as you get on you know that's just a, a time there's, thing there's something to be said for working on the process as opposed to the outcome so the blue belt will come as a result of you getting your 100 plus sessions in yeah that's you can't always control what the outcome will be but you can't always control your input so if you get those 100 plus sessions you're going to be a lot closer to that blue belt than yeah. just setting out with the goal of getting a blue belt at the start as, of the year as long as in 15 <clears throat> years time I'm a black belt I don't mind black belt in 15 yeah, years yeah when Evie's 18 and starts bringing boys back <laughs> as long as I can just come on in here for a hug big lad I just, <laughs> I'll just wear the black belt to the door open the door a wee fucking karate kid headband on you too just to the crack well uh, I'm going to go down the mindset route now uh, for another health one it's, I'm, I'm going to take a wee bit of a different approach to the, the way I set this goal up which is never miss two consecutive days of meditation Often I can find that I get into this thing where I, I get a streak going and I don't want to break the streak, but then when the streak is streak, then when the streak inevitably does inevitably does get broken, because again where human things happen, then I find it sometimes hard to get back on the wagon again. So instead of I'm gonna flip this and go inversely on this one, so it's instead of going every day, I want to never miss two days in a row. So I don't mind if I miss a day, but I'm not gonna miss the next day as well. And that's just a good way of reframing a, a goal that maybe is hard to stick to because meditation is hard it's a hard one to stick to sometimes because of when you get up in the morning I like to do it first thing in the morning but when I get up in the morning some mornings if I'm not working it's straight in with the kids um, and it's you know yourself it's you're putting out fires early doors so it's not always easy to get it done but if I'm happy enough to go with every other day or at least never to miss two days in a row I think that's going to make it a lot easier for me to stay on board and then not to get disheartened if I do happen to miss a day Tell me the benefits that you find from meditation. Just in I case always, someone else is thinking that that I could do me, but <clears throat> tell me, sell it to me. A lot of people, when I talk about meditation in the gym, they look at me as if I have two heads because I maybe I just don't look like the type of person who meditates. But I just the way I describe it is that when I'm meditating, I just have a wee bit of more of a buffer, a time between what happens, the thing that happens, and my reaction to the thing that happens. So. Essentially, it just gives me a wee bit of mental breathing room. And it's a, it's a very, very potent thing whenever it comes to parenting because you don't want to be a reactionary parent. You don't want, because if you're a reactionary parent, you're going to be reacting a lot because kids do shit. That's what kids do. Kids are just kids. They're learning, they're experimenting, they're, they're finding out their environment. So they're going to do stuff that annoys you pretty much all day, every day. And if you're a reactionary person, then that's not going to be a fun time for you or that child. And that's just one element, that's just, that's just in parenting, like in business, in your relationship, in just general life. If you have a wee bit more space, a wee bit more buffering room, 
between the thing that happens and the potential trigger and then your reaction to it, I think that's gold dust. I think that's a very, very powerful thing to have. And I know that when I'm meditating, my buffer seems to get bigger. I just seem to have that bit more time between my reaction and the thing that, that has triggered the reaction. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I You'll think join me. I'll not, no. But <laughs> <laughs> like I, whenever the weather's a bit better, I always try and get out for a walk early, early doors mm. in the forest, and that helps me. And everyone's got their own sort of form of meditation, but some people maybe it just haven't quite found what works for them yet. But I know that I haven't wrote that as a goal or anything because it's not a goal. It's something I'm just going to do once the weather gets a bit better again. I'll be back out in that money, tipping about for fifteen minutes. And you know what else you need to do? Buy yourself a good coat because then you're not waiting on the fucking weather to get better. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, nah. wellies would be the one. Wellies, wellies, swamp. Right, well, my one, my second health goal is not a million miles away from your first one in terms of sort of stagger happen. Stagger happen? Stacking habits. You know it was Christmas, boys. He can't <laughs> fucking talk. He's full of whiskey. I, I said to you when I got up, or when we got in earlier there, that I was stiff as a poker. Stiff as a fucking poker because I was in one of the kids' beds for a wee while overnight. Mm. So on the mornings that I'm in early, which is three mornings a week, I'm going to come in 10 minutes earlier again to stretch. Yes. Because there's nothing, like, as a, I know we've talked in the past about the expectations of a fitness professional and what they look like and how, you know, they perform and all that there, but that's that's all well and good. We sort of debunked that. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to be able to fucking <laughs> walk straight. Aye. And I'd be bent over after a shift with trying to get the kids to sleep. So, a 10 minute stretching sequence every morning pre-work is is something that I want to I could even just do the warm up with the guys I was going to say that you I was going to say that to make it even stickier instead of adding something to your plate if you take part in the warm up okay. and make it make that even a bit of crack with them or you're actually taking part in your yeah well your we have warm up specific to the sessions that they're doing but I, I just I need to even for, for, for my jiu jitsu and everything else I need to be a bit less Bit more Steph. supple, ah, a bit more of a supple leopard. Supple leopard, that's it. Um, well, the last one for me is it's a food based one. So is mine. There you go. You you did you did just copy mine, didn't you? Possibly. When I <laughs> say you're one, then I'll see to the copy it. Uh, so I'm going to experiment with a bit, a few more recipes. Oh, uh, no, I'm right. going to try and get at least one new recipe in a month. I just find myself, and it's again, it just comes from having a busy life and and kids and and two parents at work. Um, I life gets on top of you, so you end up falling back on the same sort of handful of dishes. And sometimes you look at your plate and think, I could probably do better than this. You know, I could, I'd, I'd need more veg on the plate, or I would probably like to try something new. But again, life goes by very quickly, and you end up just falling back on the things that you know. And I think the more you know, the better you can do. So if you knew how to cook better food, um, tastily. And it was easy to do. And if you'd done that wee bit of legwork in the first place to find out the recipe, to find out an easy, quick, handy recipe, maybe a slow cooker recipe or a batch cook recipe, you're going to be a lot more better off. And I've talked about it for months and months and months with Shannon, and I've never just bit the bullet, bit the bullet and did it. So I think I'm going to find myself doing that in the new year. I hope I hope to try a new recipe each month. That's good. I enjoy cooking. Or my my dinners would be varied enough. But that's not my issue. My issue is to stop, or my, my promise to myself here, the goal is to stop buying junk food. What junk are we talking? Food. What are we talking? Chocolate, what do you buy? 
chocolate and biscuits and buns, eh? Yes. All of it. And you know, there's two reasons. Well, it's actually three. One of the goals I was going to say, I, I, I don't want to get out of shape because I always at some point find or feel like I've allowed myself to get out of shape and then mm. I've got work to do to get back in shape. Yes. And that'll stem from poor eating choices primarily. So that then led me to think, no, I need to be more specific. The reason why I'm falling out of shape is because my eating's going to the dogs and eating going to the dogs is always overconsumption of of chocolates, biscuits, those sorts of things. Second reason is for my own health, like take away weight, I feel like I, I, I probably eat too much sugar mm-hmm. and I would like to consume less sugar and I would like that to be, you know, you monkey see, monkey do, right? Uh, Evie has learnt behaviour of me to really want biscuits. Really go for it? Ah, just mad looking biscuits and chocolate and, yeah. you know, it's she knows as soon as the cattle goes on to start hovering because there yeah. could be biscuits out. <laughs> so that's a threefold thing that all can be distilled down to stop buying chocolates, sweets, buns, cakes, junk food because it's doing nobody no good. Well, I think I mentioned this maybe last week or the week before, but there's two ways of going at that one as well in terms of running towards something which is a healthier version of you and a more in shape version of you as you said you want you feel like sometimes you have you have more work to do to get back in shape so you're you're moving towards a healthier version of you but then you're also moving away from a poor role model for the kids and yeah. i'm the same by the way I, I i find myself um saying to the kids oh no you can't have another one of them and me with one of them in my hand <laughs> i'd be like oh jesus a wee bit hypocritical isn't it so I, you're, you're moving away from something you don't want to see. You don't want to be role modeling the wrong type of behavior for your kids, but you're moving towards a healthier version of you, which then will in turn role model exactly what you want for your kids. So I think that's a good one. That and should be a strong one. Got right. a pull on, pushed on a, to reason to stop buying so much shade. Plus financially as well. Yeah. You know, so. But here's, here's something I tell people in the gym when we're talking about um, making big changes to diet. And, and I don't like making big changes to diet, but I always talk about... There's one time in particular where you have to have willpower because willpower is a poor thing. It's a poor thing to have to rely on because if you always rely on willpower, it is a finite resource and it will run out at some point. The moment that you have to have willpower is when you're doing your grocery list and when you're doing your shopping. If you can have willpower in those two moments, the rest of your week is going to be much, much easier. If you've already bought the stuff and it's in the house, then you have to have willpower every single day, uh, a few times a day to say no to that thing. But if you have willpower when you're you're doing your shopping list and doing your shopping, then that's a good bit of the work done. And then all you have to do is try and stay out of the shop. Try not to be a daily shopper. Yeah, planning. That's all yeah. comes down to. And it's, it's probably something we haven't really touched upon and we're six goals in each. But planning is... is well, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, ah, true. We're, yeah. Setting out, we're setting out intentions yeah. and we're being held accountable by our, our listenership. Yeah. Let's move on to business. Get on the business side of things. So this is something that's coming into the fore for me again, obviously a lot more than it had been. Um, as an employee with Source, I'm now going to be head honcho with Hollywood Fitness again. So there's a lot more things that are going to be on my plate again that weren't maybe. Um, first thing sounds probably silly, but I did notice a big difference whenever we did them with Source. And I, I, I probably hadn't realized the importance of them uh, until we did them at Source. And then, then when we didn't do them, I missed them. Uh, which was maintain a high quality weekly meeting. If you work within a team, now we'll have a team of two, myself and Scott, 
in Hollywood Fitness. But if you don't have a weekly meeting where you're thrashing out the important items of the week, maybe putting out fires that need to be put out ahead of time, discussion, discussing the health of the business, and just then generating ideas for growing the business, and, and maybe not even growing the business in terms of size, but growing the business in, ter- in terms of reputation or, or quality, then I think you're missing a big, big, big trick. Um, a high quality weekly meeting is invaluable. It's a boring, boring enough goal. That's terribly boring. <laughs> terribly boring. Next, but I guarantee next time next year we'll go back well. Did you get your fifty? Four weeks. Meetings. Four weeks of meetings, and then we jacked it in. Um, but yeah, what's your first one? Fucking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> My first one is that we, as a as a small group, personal training facility, match our twenty twenty two growth. That's what I want to happen. I want more of the same. We're providing a world-class service. We've got a fantastic community, and I just I don't want to don't want it to fall away. I don't want it to explode out of out of out of hand that we lose what we've got. I just want that same growth curve to continue. Healthy growth curve. Yeah, not fast and messy or slow and structured just steady and that we're in a we've just got yeah more of the same and that doesn't mean that we are twice the size as this time next year it's that you know from the start of 2022 till now we've got to here and i want that same level of growth to be in place next year and i i I can't see how it won't be if we continue doing what we're doing but it's something that's going to be very easy to check in with when we redo this next year yep um i my my next one ties into that as well it's to hit our first member target the number of members by june and then hit the second by the end of year again what i'm looking for with hollywood fitness isn't explosive growth realistically i'd like to keep our gym to a certain number of members so that we don't lose that aspect of what makes us special. Well, you are the same as us. Like, we're capped. There's a ceiling on how high we can go. And if if we were able to match the growth in the previous 12 months over the next 12 months, we would we would hit that ceiling. We would cap yeah. our intake. And that's it. You want to be able to to provide this, the level, the standard of product that you deliver right now. You want to still be able to deliver that even at the peak of your membership. So... Uh, without having too crazy a, a membership number, it's it's just about hitting them and knowing that there will be drop-offs in, in terms of people leaving the gym. So it's having them covered each month so that whenever new members come in, you're continually growing and growing a product that you're proud of. Yeah, so I suppose part of the, <clears throat> the next two points for me is I do see us reaching that capacity point. So if we've reached capacity, then what can I do to impact more lives positively? Mm-hmm. And the vehicle that I think we are going to see take off for us this year's the, the corporate wellness. Yeah. So I wrote down here, I want to work with 12 businesses. So that's working closely with one per month is sort of what I've got set out in my head. And just I like impact the, the staff, you know, look after people that otherwise maybe wouldn't go and do it for themselves. And you're just hopefully showing people that there's so much more that they can get from their lives yeah and that's 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 the goal like we're going in and we'll speak about um mental health physical health emotional health wellness productivity energy management you know a lot of things that sound like buzzwords and that's 
you know, I'm still sort of finding my feet in terms of how to navigate corporate business and the people within it because it's well outside my remit. But in saying that, now more than ever, there's a willingness to appreciate the need to look after everybody. I think coming off the back of COVID and when people were working from home and people weren't, like employers weren't seeing their employees every day and, and they couldn't keep a, a tap or a tab on how they were getting on, I think it really highlighted how working environment affects affects people's health. Health and anything that they can do to create a healthier, more motivated staff member only benefits them and the staff themselves. Yeah, productivity, retention, and then just happiness, really. Like, and it come down to that. If you have a happy workforce, you're going to have a oneness producing the goods. Absolutely. So if anybody's listening here and let me come in and speak about that, you know, give, well, me, give me a shout. Have you one lined up for January yet? Or where's your, next, where's your first one? Or have you got one lined yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. A client of ours in the gym here. Nice. Uh, we've got January's locked in so that's good there you go we're off to a good start yeah and if you're not because i've talked to people about corporate wellness or well-being programs as well and see if you are the owner of an organization and you're just ticking the box by doing the bare minimum by saying i if you sign up to the ledger center we'll get you a tenner a month off it or whatever do more than that because the other thing apart from productivity and retention and all that having a really good um culture within your organization is that you will actually attract better staff as well. If people are talking about how good it is to work for your organization because of the care and the, the, the work that you put into their health and well-being, you're going to attract the better staff members. You're going to attract the talent. Um, and that brings me nicely onto my next point as well, which is community building. If you're building a culture and a community within your organization that attracts the best staff, then it's not going to be, if they have options of joining two or three different organizations, and this is the thing that differentiates you, it's a massive thing because people's happiness and, and, and health at work is, is paramount and people realize that. But something we want to work on over, uh, over the next way, over the next year at Hollywood Fitness is just really running a lot of community building events or, or something at the very least every other month, at, at least every other month, if not every month. But again, I don't want to say every month in case there's something on and we don't, we don't happen to run it, but building a big happy healthy community within a gym or an organization or whatever you if you're in any anywhere where you're grouped along with other people you'll know yourself if you've ever been in a job or a place where you dreaded going in versus the place that you looked forward to going in the difference between that is night and day the thing that you look forward to going to you skip on your way to it like you're you're smiling thinking about it you're smiling thinking about going to it so if you can do that within your work or your organization or within your gym, if you're a gym owner listening to this, spying on all our secrets, um, <laughs> then it's, it's going to be gold dust. And I think it's something that we did very well at Hollywood Fitness and I look forward to bringing them back um, and just getting stuck into because I'll be honest, yeah, I get as much out of them as, as the members do. I love them. We did 11 out of 12 months there yeah. in the year gone by. The only month we didn't do anything was November because our December one was the first week of December yeah. and we didn't want to then push anything on top of people around yes. Christmas. So we'll be doing the same again. I know we've already got a, a hike lined up for February and we'll probably do a wee in-house goal setting thing in January as well. So now well, Can I tell you what our February gym bonding session is going to be? What? Everybody in the bus from Cookstown to the Mellon country and on the 25th oh, yeah. to watch me getting clattered 
Somebody was talking to me the other day and they were saying, I think I know the boy you might be fighting. Some 20-something-year-old from Kildress or something. Harry's going to kick the life out of me. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I will have a bit of luck. If that's you and you're listening, please be aware that I'm a 36-year-old father of three and I'm doing this with a crack. Please don't pop my lights out. Go easy on them. That's yes. right, you have fight night in February. Yes, yeah. that could be the gym night out for you guys ah, too. Laughing. Yeah. laughing at us. Just hackling. <laughs> hackling is right. Well, my last business one is to do more public speaking. Yes. So I've wrote down I want to speak at six events. I think last year I did three events, and that was without triangle, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm you gonna... just rocked up and started chatting. <laughs> I just thought <stole, stole laughs> it <laughs> I didn't really like what they were chatting about and thought here. I have a, I have a, I have a good story with you. I'm going to let you finish in a minute. <laughs> so I'm going to. I have um, already sort of planted the seed and let people know that I was available to speak if they um, if they wanted me to come on board with them. So I think there's going to be a few more opportunities to get out and speak. And it'll be here, it'll just be an extension of this podcast really. It'll be, this, it'll be more of the same. And it's funny, whenever people listen to this for the first time, and I know you've said it a few times, they don't anticipate the contents of what we're chatting about no and they're thinking like what are them two spuds fucking waffling on about <laughs> and then oh I but that there actually made sense like the one we did last week there I had a couple of messages from people saying yes that was a big one for me yes I totally get that oh fuck I've never thought uh, about it like that you know so whenever we whenever there is any sort of ideas and maybe not the hot takes but more so the the dissection of, of thoughts it does offer people an opportunity to maybe take pause for thought on it that otherwise they wouldn't have because it's, it's that you, you don't know what you don't know and if I can get in with businesses or on till speaking events where you're you're maybe sharing things that we've seen make huge positive impacts with with people that could potentially make more positive impact with others who are unaware of those sort of processes and ideas so that's it right? With, with I think I think we should, apart from going over our goals, we should just probably finish off with, if you are planning to make any goals of your own, have a good think about them. Don't just, for the sake of it, thrash out, oh, I'm going to give up this, that, or the other. Have a good think about it. Like, I, like I, myself, well, Parik, maybe not, but I thought about them goals. <laughs> I thought about them, but... Parag I knew, took 10 minutes. Parag knew, knew what he was going to do. We'd been thinking about this for the last week, but... Don't just trash out the things that you think that sound good. Oh, I'm doing this for, for my New Year's resolution. He, the, Shannon has a great saying that she uses in her workshops with parents, is that when kids feel better, they behave better. So whatever goal that you are trying to achieve or whatever behavior you're trying to adopt in the new year, try and think about what makes you feel better as a person, feel better health-wise, relationship-wise, work-wise, whatever it is, whatever way you want to feel in the new year, try and look at the behaviors behind that and then try and adopt those and then break it down. Break it down into how that looks on a normal day for you. Like, they dissect it for yourself. Really go down deep in it because if you're going to spend a year trying to do this thing or or give it up in the first two weeks of, of January, there's a real difference there in the approach. Like, if you just fire a goal at the wall, hope that it sticks, it probably will fail in the first couple of weeks because you probably haven't looked at why you're doing it. And what is going to be the end result for you? But if you really go deep in it and dissect, what does it mean to me? What, what's this going to make me feel if I achieve this? You're probably going to take that wee bit more care with it and you're probably going to treat it with the, 
the compassion that it, is, it deserves, and and you're probably going to get it. Make sure it's just for you as well. You're doing it for yourself and not for external validation from anybody else. Which I suppose sounds a, a bit foolish after we've just done a podcast. <laughs> telling everybody. Telling everyone our goals. But what I, as we spoke there, uh, we're vested in each other's goals. But I, I did sort of zoom out a wee bit and think, fuck, we're probably boring the arse off Aye. people here. So that's fine. It's fine for us to bore the arse off whenever it's this personal thing. I promise we'll be more entertaining next week. But these are things that we want to be able to look back on in a year and feel proud of that we've achieved something, that not only have we achieved something, but we've achieved the things that we set out to do. So whenever you're, don't worry if your goals feel boring, as long as you can fast forward and look look back and think, yes, I am so glad that I did that, that I said I was gonna do it and follow through, then then I think, boring or not, you'll be happy with the, the outcome. And maybe to finish off, the next time you hear us, It'll be 2023 and you'll probably have already started. So, happy new year to you. I hope you have a lovely end this year. And I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, chat this. Good luck.